this is Kim, Kim Claver, and I am just checking to be sure that you all can hear. All right, good, good. Well, this is going to be a little bit different type of webinar than I have ever given before because I want to have a little bit of a surprise ending. So what I want to do is take a few minutes and talk about the problem. Here's the question. Why is it so difficult to get people to buy or join? And that's what we want to know. Here's the current situation of most people in the network marketing industry. They have no new customers and no new reps. And when I ask folks, okay, so what's your strategy? They'll say, well, I'm pretty much hoping and praying for a yes. And it sounds kind of weird. You know, you think we're supposed to be marketers and marketers don't generally sit around hoping and praying for a yes. I mean, Apple does not hope and pray for yeses. Amazon, Jeff Bezos doesn't sit around hoping and praying for a yes. People who know how to market, they don't really hope and pray for a yes, but people in our industry do. And the reason is that number one, so many folks have no experience in marketing whatsoever, ever. And so whatever somebody tells them in the business upline or the companies is what they believe. And when that doesn't work, they figure it must be me. And so then it's kind of like, well, let me keep doing what they say. And then I'll just hope and pray for a yes. So this was a great answer. And I thought, you know, hoping and praying for a yes, this is really not a strategy that's going to build you a business. Now you might get a couple of customers, say three to five that you can acquire and get your own product paid for. A lot of people say that's really all they want. If that's all you want, you don't need me. Uh, and you certainly don't need to learn much marketing. Although I understand most people don't even have enough customers to pay for their own product. But basically, if you want to learn how to market, the reason you want to do that is so you can earn six or seven figures with your business. That means a hundred thousand to nine hundred thousand dollars a year. And that may sound like a lot. Some of you go, oh, I could, you know, a hundred thousand a year. Wow, we. But remember, if you're if you make 10 or 15 dollars per customer, if you get 10 customers, you'll make 100 bucks or 15 customers, you make 150. But if you had 100 customers, say it took you 100 days, you'd have 100 times 10, that'd be a thousand dollars a month. And if you decided that you're going to get a thousand customers, it might take you a thousand days. That's three years. I mean, it takes most companies three to five years to get out of the black. But if you did and you decided on average you'd get one a day, that's not how you would actually do it. You would plan for three months and then get 30 of them in at once. But on average, if you got one a day after a thousand days, if you made $10 a customer, you'd have $10,000 a month. So it isn't some number that you can magically go, I could never do that. If you got customers on a regular basis and you had a customer generation machine, Many of those would be long-termers and some of those would also become reps, okay? So this is the strategy that we've got right now for people that aren't getting new customers and aren't getting new reps, hoping and praying for the yes. So the question is, okay, we didn't reach the goal. We didn't get our $10,000 a month, whatever goal you had when you first signed up or last month when you restarted. And so the question is, what are we gonna do differently? If you didn't reach the goal, what are we going to do differently? And this is one of the big types of questions that they ask in companies like Google and companies like Apple, because when they don't reach a goal, they're not allowed to say, well, I'm going to quit. They come to those companies because they're driven to succeed. And so if they have a goal and they don't make it, they sit around and say, okay, so what are we going to do differently? And I want to take you there so we can think about not quitting, but what are we going to do differently?
So here's the basic problem. Why is it so difficult to get people to buy or join? That's really the issue, isn't it? And so we have to do something differently to make that problem go away. So what I want to do is lay the foundation to break through this particular barrier, which is why is it so difficult to get people to buy or join companies in our industry? Okay, you're not the only one, believe me. So we have to lay a foundation to break through this particular barrier. Okay, so if you think about this, why it's so difficult to get people to buy or join? Here's the first one. Most people that you approach, or most people anywhere, are not in the market now, but we approach them as if they were in the market. Being in the market might be, let's say I'm in the market to buy a new home. I'm not, but let's say that I am. Therefore, I, my eye is gonna be focused on where I might buy a new home. I would be interested in talking to brokers and agents and whatnot, or people that have tips on new homes if I wanna be in a specific area. Uh, if you're in the market for, say, a tennis racket, you're going to be looking, if you're a good player, at the tennis clubs, you're going to be looking to see what the tennis players are using that are playing at Wimbledon or whatever's going on. If you're in the market for something, it means that you're fairly actively looking for and aware of certain things that you're in the market for. That's what it means. I'm in the market for a new phone or I'm in the market for this or that. It means you're pretty much actively looking for something like that. And if you approach someone without knowing whether they're in the market for what you've got or not, you're bound to get mostly no's because most people are not in the market for what it is that we have or that anyone else has, right? At this moment, how many of you are in the market for an iPhone? Maybe one or none. Is Apple going to sit home and cry about that? No, because when you're ready, you'll go and Google an iPhone or you go to your local Apple store and buy one. That's how it works. So being in the market means that a person is actively looking. So if we approach people as if they were in the market and they're not, you're bound to get a lot of no's, right? A second, we thought for sure they'd all want to buy or join, only most don't. I think I've probably heard that more than anything else. I loved it. I thought it was so great. I figured for sure they would buy or they would join and they didn't, <laughs> right? Big problem. Now, some people feel that we are out to get them and not help them. One of the big things about our industry is when we talk about what we need, you'll hear things like, well, I need three recruits. I need more customers. I need this. I need that. I need to pay for the mortgage. I need to fill these three positions so that I qualify this month. It's really all about us, our money, our issues, what we want, what we need, and there's really very little in the way of language that we use. So I'm assuming there's not much in our mind about helping someone else. Like, who can you help so that they would give you money for the help that you've given them? You know, because business is really about one thing. Business is people offering value of some kind, whether it's entertainment, whether it's a computer, whether it's a drink, whether it's a new microphone like I got today. They offer something of some value, and it can be a thing, it can be a thought, it can be a book, whatever it is, popcorn, and what happens is we pay for it. So we get value from distraction to popcorn to computers to a new dress, or we lose weight, or we get our skin fixed, and what is it? We get that value and we pay for it. So business is about exchanging something of value, 
which is based on personal values, right? They're, everybody's values are different. That's why some people buy a shop at Walmart for certain things and some people shop at Tiffany's for certain things. We all have values like belly buttons, but the point is whatever we buy comes, we, we do it and we're ready to hand over money because the thing gives us some value. So in our industry, when we talk about, I need these people, I need to get so many recruits no, I can't qualify this month because I don't have this, I don't have that. When we go and approach people, they often get the feeling that we're really just trying to get them versus help them. And that makes a big difference. If somebody is tired of feeling like an object, particularly women who are who have felt like that for many years, one of the things we may be inadvertently doing as women and men unintentionally, I'm sure, is make people that we're looking for and trying to get to join us feel like we're just trying to get them because we want them under us so they can make us some money. That's a very difficult thing to, to deal with being at the other end of it. So you want to think more about who can I help instead of who can I get when you are thinking about approaching people because they can, they can tell the difference. It's one of the reasons our industry, why it's difficult to get people to join us. People don't want to feel like they're just being told, join up here and make some money so I can make some money because then you're going to be under me. Okay. And this is, again, it's in how we approach people. We can, we can fix this one, of course. Number four, some people are ready to buy, but they're looking at other options. Okay. So we sometimes forget that our weight loss program, our skincare program, our whatever we have, whatever benefit we offer, there are many options. People have hundreds of options. Google any weight loss. Google whatever your benefit is, and you'll see half a million, a million products. So people are usually looking at other options and they see us as an option. And I too am an option. You know, there are people who train people how to be in business, people who train how to do network marketing. And I am one of those people. And some people like me the best, which is really great, but other people like somebody else the best. So I'm an option also. And you have to get used to that. You want to make sure that you're an option for certain people and there are always enough of them to build you a business of 10, 15, 20,000 a month. I can't even think of a niche or someone I haven't helped where the niche that they represent isn't big enough and their edge isn't big enough and their difference isn't clear enough that they couldn't do that. You just need to know how to do it, right? All right, so some people are ready to buy, but they're looking at other options. So you need to know that it's not that the other options are necessarily better or worse, they're different. And people choose their options to say lose weight based on their values. Some people go to the doctor and get an operation. Other people go on fasting retreats or juice fasts. Other people do water fasts. Other people do intermittent fasting. Other people do cleanses of the yin yang. They're all different options, right? Depending on their values. So you need to know this. Some don't want anything to do with network marketing or MLM. So we have that. And that's something that is really quite easy to get over. I will show you how to do that in one of the upcoming sessions here. Because the reason, they have a reason for not wanting to do network marketing or MLM. And the reason is that the way they're approached, they don't want to approach other people like that. If you tell them the minute that you are thinking they're going to be a customer. Oh, I, there's a great way to make money. Just go to your friends. And most of those people will just say, I don't even want the product. I don't want to do this. Stop pushing me to sell. Stop pushing me to be a member. And they will just quit being a customer as well because they don't want this. And our 
people in our industry, some of us cannot get this through our heads, that there are most people do not want to sell, period, period. No matter how much income they might want, they don't want to do it through sales. There are many ways to make money, you know. One of them is get another job, and you want to not be judgmental about what people want. There's a reason a lot of people don't like network marketing and MLM is because you know, many of the people are very pushy and will not stop pushing the membership and make money with it and hit up your friends. That's part of the problem. And so you have to find the people who do want to do that. You're looking for evangelicals. You're looking for missionaries. That's what we did. When we did the recruiting, it was give me somebody who wants to totally change the whole world, not somebody who just came for the product. And then you're trying to bang on them because you're trying to hit your quota that you've got another associate or something like that. This is why it's difficult to get people to join or buy. <laughs> the word gets out, you know, people know this. So that's why. And so you can change number five also. And for some people, it's just too expensive. Okay. And that means that we're messing again with values. If somebody says, oh my gosh, a Range Rover is way too expensive for me. I think, what are those cars now? 75, 80,000. And they want to have a Yugo for, I don't know, five grand. Uh, that's a question of values. It may not necessarily be money. Some of you know that Sam Walton, who was the richest man in the world, I think in his day in the 60s and 70s, he, um, he drove around in a used truck. And he could have bought the company that made the trucks. And people say, why do you drive around in such an old ratty car? And you know what his answer was? Because I've got like four big sheepdogs and I don't want them, you know, I wouldn't put them in my Rolls Royce if I had a Rolls Royce. So that's why I drive around with a big, ugly, used pickup truck. He also didn't want to be ostentatious. He didn't want to show off his wealth because his wealth came from the stock in his company, not by paying himself these exorbitant fees and bonuses and show off like, you know, like so many people do. All right. So for some, it's too expensive. And the too expensive, again, is it's difficult to get people to buy or join when you're going to the first one here, going to people that really aren't in the market or people who really don't have the same taste as we do and have the same values as we do. Okay. So let me ask you, what if we can overcome this barrier by doing something totally different than what we've done so far in the last 50 or 60 years in the business? What if we forget presenting to everyone and go straight for those that are inclined to buy and only those who are inclined to buy? Okay. So we go from no new customers, hoping and praying for a yes, to meeting your niche. Of course, we'll show you how to do that. Your niche is the people that are in your market that are ready to buy. People that have a problem and they want it solved and they are in the pool of people who would consider your program and your product is one of their options. Okay, that's what your niche is. Uh, and then what's going to happen is, guess what? You will create a customer generation machine and get yes. This is really what I'm going to show you here in this series of videos. So you know how to do this. And of course, we teach this in the class as well. But I'm going to give you some, some information right now. So you can see how we're going from hoping and praying to yes, meeting your niche, which are the people that have the problem that your program can solve. And they will be in the pool of people that are looking for something, they're in the market right now. So you would be an option versus not an option at all because they haven't got a slight, the slightest bit of interest to getting the yes and creating for yourself a customer generation machine, which is what we are about here. 
So here's the question. What are we going to do differently than before? Okay. Does that make sense? So in the next session, I'm going to give you the answer to that part of it. And we'll do another session probably tomorrow night. I'm going to do like three of these in a row. So I'll do, I did one tonight. I'll do one tomorrow night live. And we will record these and put them up on our website. So for right now, we will continue this to the next one. And if you'd like a glimpse of what the program does that really gives you a customer generation machine process, like the, the process I just showed you here just a minute ago, you can go to maxout.com forward slash meet Lulu, M-E-E-T-L-U-L-U. -L -U. Check that out and it gives you kind of an overview of the program. And if you want to come back tomorrow and see what we're going to do here to answer this question, what can we do differently so we can overcome this problem? I'll see you tomorrow night. Thanks for coming. Bye. Thank you.